dream will rise to the top. Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGannon Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Heat Matthews, joined each and every single week by the two greatest co-hosts of any podcast host could ask for, Garrett G. Money Mun and the motherfucking Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What's going on, guys? When I was uh, little, I used to eat the legs off a of grasshopper. My dad used to ask me, son, why do, you, <laughs> why do you do that? And I was like, I don't know. Fucking stupid. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Did you not look at that TikTok video I sent you? I did. I just, I am. <laughs> I just, I can't. Because that's that's up there. That's almost as bad as I'm an island boy. <laughs> Very fun, man. You gotta love him. I'm a redneck boy. <laughs> oh God, Garrett, what's going on with you, man? Not much. I learn more and more about Carl every day. <laughs> Carl's just an island boy. He's just an island boy. <laughs> I'm just island boy. <laughs> I'm just trying to style. make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hate, I hate TikTok, but I I love watching TikTok. I hate I it because you watch a video once. I think it's everybody. And then. And like everything ends up on that on your for you page, that's related to that damn video. <laughs> or you could be like me, you watch one video and then you go down a long dark rabbit hole. That you rabbit hole. Get out of. And then and I girls. hate the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big titty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, booty so big, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, then you get like the the part one, part two, part three, part four. Yeah, I can't do this. And that's like they give you part three, and then like you go to watch the part four, and there's no part four yet. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, am I gonna follow you just so I can get the part four? Like, I'm done with this now. Thank you. Yeah, I yes. can't get past like if it has like a part anything. Like if it's like some kind of series or like a longer video, I'm like, nah, they just. Do that shit on YouTube, and I watch it on YouTube. But um, if it's like a legit, like skit or something, or like a TikTok skit, then maybe. Yeah, uh, I do like the Karen videos where they get like put in their place. And there's that one I saw where the one chick got tased, which was pretty awesome. So. A lot of those nice. are fake. Though. <laughs> I know a lot of a lot of, a so, lot of, those, so a lot of those videos are fake. Yeah. They're just staged. They just have them put there on purpose. That one boys are real though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking shit about that. 
They really real, think they're rappers. Fl- real Floridian Island boys. Just trying to make it. <laughs> they're Island boys because their mom's Cuban and they've visited Cuba I'm, once. Because <laughs> I'm this wrestling boy trying to make it. I'm a wrestling boy. I like John Cena, but I can't see him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, awesome. And speaking of faking it, <laughs> head up over to Twitter. Follow us at Russell Gunn and Pod with one D. Uh, Instagram at Russell Gunn and Pod with two Ds and for the underscore collection and Facebook.com slash Russell Gunn and Pod. And YouTube.com slash For The Collection. Might have some uh, stuff coming up on the YouTube page here in a few days. But we shall see. No promises. Because I'm lazy and I haven't really done shit. But I got, got something I've been working on for a little bit. But awesome. Uh, support you the podcast. You, you're going to finally release that porn video? Yep. I can't release that on YouTube, though. Mm, we have to, we have to uh, uh, I don't know. We have to get a Russell Gettin Pod OnlyFans for that. <laughs> um, if you want to support the podcast, best way to do that is buy some of our merch. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Russell Gettin Podcast. Or check out RedBubble.com slash people slash Russell Gettin Pod for some more awesome stuff. That is not on the Pro Wrestling Tee store because we only have like four shirts up there. Because that's all. I don't think we got four. I think we got three up there. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So there is that. Uh, let's jump into this real quick. Uh, it is the holiday season, as everyone is aware. Um, we skip right over from Halloween straight to Christmas. Thanksgiving doesn't exist. <laughs> so let's get into a holiday toy drive. We're partnering with the Fig Cave running podcast and the call up all good friends of the show uh for this holiday season make sure kids have at least one gift under their trees for christmas so you can send your new unwrapped toys by 12 17 is the last date that they'll that um that will take them was 12 17 uh to the fig cave toy drive the address is 2318 rockwell ave cattonsville maryland 21228 and there'll be a blurb on this so we have pin post on our Twitter uh, for the the toy drive as well. Um, And we'll get that out throughout the rest of our social media outlets. Also, great cause. Um, I know it's going through Toys for Tots. So definitely a cause that I donate to every year. Um, And I highly suggest everyone else does as well. So it's one of the few. Actually, I think this is the only charity that I donate to. Like, I don't donate to any other charity. Even like at the store, I'm like, hey, you want to donate an extra dollar? like, nah, I'm good. So, yeah, toys for tots. So we'll get that up there as well. Um, yeah, even if you want to order from Amazon, Ringside Collectibles, your favorite store like Target, Walmart, whatever, through their um, apps or websites, just put in that address to get everything shipped to that central location where we're collecting everything. So looking forward to see what everyone sends in and how well we do this year. So pretty psyched for this. Oh, man. Awesome. And we'll be promoting that like every week through the rest of the season, at least up till the 17th. 
all right so that's uh that's it for all that stuff here got a question for you guys before we get into the news uh we'll jump a little personal question here the more they uh let our listeners get to know us a little better because i kind of enjoyed that one that we did last week so uh the question i got for you what did you think your life would be like when you were older <laughs> so this would be when you were a kid what did you think your life would be like i don't honestly remember to be honest <laughs> it's like you're still a kid How is that? yeah i mean <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true and <laughs> <laughs> that was uh <laughs> When I was little, uh, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into my future. Um, or maybe even <laughs> like, like think of like high school, maybe. So, I mean, they, um, so, I mean, at one point I was going to, when I was little, I thought I'd be like a professional wrestler. Uh, like we all did. Yeah, yeah. I definitely did. Thought I might have, thought I might have been uh, a, a, um, a rapper at one point. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to probably be like the next uh, juvenile or something. Um, you could have been a rapping uh, wrestler. Ever since I seen my first uh, boy girl porno, uh, I thought I'd be a porn star. Uh, <laughs> I find out that you had to do like gay stuff too, and then I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Well, I mean, if you wanted to make the money, I mean, you had to do that. Like, there's more money in doing that than there was, you know, your traditional boy girl stuff. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I thought I'd make money doing the boy girl stuff, but yeah. It, it didn't do that so hey man uh, it's only gay if you look down or up depending on your position yeah. <laughs> so, uh, long story short long story short just give up on all your dreams kids <laughs> oh man uh, yeah just make sure uh, make sure when you're done with those porns too you say what a lovely tea party yeah when I was uh, <laughs> when I was little, I thought um, like high school would have been like um, Grease because I used to like that movie Grease a lot. And I'm like, oh yeah, or Days and Confused, which my ho- uh, high school was a little bit like Days and Confused. We were all high and drunk and shit. But um, yeah, I thought like there'd be like some more song and dance uh, or something, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> just random musicals. We're yeah. on our way to bath. Get your books and calculators. <laughs> that was back, back to school now, yeah. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Have you ever seen Grease and Garrett? Yes. It's a, I like think it? like one time ever. Oh my God, dude. That's like one of my favorite movies. We'll have to get together and watch it one day. You and me. We'll do a, we'll do a Grease watch along. Tell me more, tell me more. How much it's like did you? The rapiest song in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. Could you get me a friend? And that's not the rapiest song in the movie. Did she put up a fight? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's like high school, though. Like, you listen to those songs, like the girls is like all innocent and the dude's bragging, but nothing really happened. But then, like, it was a freak. Was it Kanicki's? Like, did you did she put up a fight? Like, really? Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, rapist. rapist. That's not rapist. rapist. It's not that rapist, was, man. That was rape. I mean, he freaking not. raped Rizzo. <laughs> no, he didn't. 
Yes, he did. He did not rape Rizzo. Yes, he did. Have you seen the movie? Yes, numerous times. If anything, Rizzo raped him. (laughs) Then the the one dude that got the chick in the bomb shelter, too. No, yeah, that was more of like a a dude who raped somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez, man. They did everything but drug the chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, he's talking about Greece. Okay. <laughs> All right, Garrett, what you got? Uh, so when I was a kid, there's one job I can remember I wanted and then realized that, um, yeah, I wasn't going to make it. I was never going to find a job, basically. And it's going to sound outlandish a little, but I think the two of you know me enough to know that you're probably outlandish. laughing. Outlandish. Outlandish. Uh, <laughs> I actually wanted to be a zookeeper for a while, but uh, I saw that their jobs are very hard to come by, so I gave up on my dream. So I'm along with Carl. Uh, Kids, uh, give up on all your dreams. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Maybe one one day. Our lives are not over, Garrett, so maybe one day we'll start a zoo and I'll put the animals Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, and that I'm is why. You're bailing one of you guys out of jail. <laughs> and that's why we're an 18 plus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So <clears throat> me, I of course, you know, we all want to be professional wrestlers. Like that's that, that's why we do this podcast because we we love wrestling. So that's as a kid, that's what I wanted to do. Um, as I got older in the high school, um, film when became what I. What's up? I said you wanted to be a manager. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to be a manager because I realized I could do that and be lazy. <laughs> uh, actually, um, film was like I watched a lot of movies and like movies became like second to wrestling. So if I wasn't watching wrestling, I was watching movies, um, not porn, just regular movies like Star Wars and stuff like that, Carl. So. <laughs> So um, I decided uh, I was going to Carl start. doesn't believe you. Yeah, no. He's pausing at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Watch regular movies. I just pause them at all the good spots. <laughs> so I took um, I went to community college, which was a mistake because I probably should have went away for school, and then took um like a bunch of film classes where I learned how to do more editing and stuff like that, and quite a few like class projects and stuff like that. Um were my ideas that I came up with that we filmed and edited and all the other stuff and like everything I did we got really good grades on um but I just never really pursued it from there so um that's why my that's why our YouTube looks very amateurish (laughs) but yeah so that's that's what I want to do I wanted to like edit or direct or something like that so 
So you can direct my point? Uh, maybe. <laughs> we need the fluffer. Where's the fluffer? <laughs> fluffer on the set. <laughs> yeah, make more noises. Act like you're enjoying it. <laughs> I know it's small, but damn it, act like it's big. <laughs> make it feel like the biggest damn dick you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're overselling it. Dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, excuse me. All right, so that's pretty much that. Let's go ahead and get in to the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the hoaxers hotline. You may do so by dialing one 900 right, I don't have much for news this week. Um, we got the AEW figure reviews, which we'll get to, but um, I do want to talk about WrestleCade, which seems to be blowing up everywhere. Like the few people, like handful of people that I've run into while I was out and about the other day, uh, rocking the uh, the WrestleGeddon podcast t-shirt, you know, doing some little self-promotion. Um, asked me about WrestleCade. I've seen it in like a bunch of groups that we're in and stuff. So I figured we would go ahead and take a look at what's going down for WrestleCade Thanksgiving weekend and some of the stuff that they've announced for this weekend. Um, I know it sucks because all three of us work retail and all three of us will be working that weekend. Uh, but I kind of felt that this was like too big of a thing not to not to talk about. And I think it's picked up a lot more steam this year than in years than in prior years. So, I don't know that uh, I like that weekend, but I might. Um, if you're probably not working your store, you're probably working one of the other stores. <laughs> mm, depends. Is that our weekend off? Um, I don't know, but I know I have to work regardless. So, yeah, well. Uh, sorry to break it to you. We 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 we're not that bad. So yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> they started announcing matches for some of the shows that are going on here. There's like three different shows. There's like Ladies Night. There's like a AMLW or AMW. It's um George South is promotion, I believe. I think it's AML AMW or AML or something like that, or AW, AML, sorry. Uh, so that's like the day after, so that's Sunday. Um, but the WrestleCade Super Show has some pretty interesting matches that are taking place. Uh, one of them that was announced is Matt Cardona versus Jay Lethal. First time these guys have ever wrestled. Noise. So that was pretty, like... Pretty big, especially if you're, you know, a Jay Lethal fan or a Matt Cardona fan. Um, Jay Lethal hardly ever makes any type of appearances like this at all. Um, he was announced before the Ring of Honor uh, shutdown, so that is definitely something. If you're going to this event, that's a can't miss match right there. Uh, they just announced this one today: a triple threat match: Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa versus Diana Perrazzo. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, 
lots of like awesome stuff going on with this that weekend with this event. Um, there's a couple other ones in here. The Bollywood, the Bollywood Boys, formerly known as the Singh Brothers, uh, will be taking on the Rock and Roll Express. And probably their last match of love. Probably. No. <laughs> probably. <clears throat> love you, Ricky Morton. Uh, they announced Shannon Moore as a guest. That's like I hardly see him making appearances anymore, so that's pretty cool. Um, Eric Rowan. What was that, Carl? I said he probably has a real job now, Shannon Moore. Yeah, I know he has a uh, tattoo shop in, um, I can't remember where. It's in North Carolina. I can't remember where. It's called the Gas Chamber. I'm not sure if it's still operational, but it was like when we moved down here like 10 years ago. Uh, Eric Rowan, um, now known as Eric Redbeard, issued an open challenge, and that was answered by PCO. What? Yeah. That'd be awesome, too. So much stuff going on this weekend, like sucks. <laughs> the more that I look at this, it's the more pissed off I am that I can't go. <laughs> Wife's like, you need to stop looking at following their stuff. I'm like, I can't. Like, I gotta see what's going on. Uh, else? There's something else in here too. Uh Enzo's gonna be there, Sting's gonna be there. <clears throat> Jeff Jarrett, uh, this ladies' night out 11, which is taking place Sunday, November 28th, 1 p.m. Uh, talent that is listed, at least on the flyer here, is Lady Frost, Kira Hogan, Jordan Grace, Chelsea Green, Thunder Rosa, uh, Alicia Edwards, Eva Lease, Mercedes Martinez, Genocide, Diamante. Damn, that's a stacked card. Yeah. Maybe I'll just go without you guys. We'd be mad. Well, uh, if you go, you make sure you wear a wrestling gun t-shirt and <laughs> you got it. <laughs> oh, yeah, this go, is pretty go. awesome. I, I'm pretty sure I'm off that weekend because mine isn't important. Yeah, Carl, you can come with me. You don't need to work. I have to work. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> So one of the one of the matches announced for the ladies' night out event is Eva Lee's versus Chelsea Green. As much as I like Eva Lee, you know, she's hard to work with now. So uh, don't know how well that yeah. match is going to go over. Yeah, we'll see. So I mean, Chelsea Green just going to hard to work. Carried yeah. anyway. Yeah, have a good match. I still think it'd be a very entertaining match to watch, though. So, yeah. Garrett Enzo's going to be there. I know. Man, look at that. He'd be like, how you doing? Yeah. This guy in the room, not you. Ha-ha. <laughs> I got Bo Dallas. So. Pretty cool event, and that's like an entire weekend. So, it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so... Go for it. If you're a wrestling fan and you got that weekend off, you definitely can't miss thing. Um, I know tickets are dwindling down pretty quickly, so if you're thinking about going, don't wait. Especially with some of these matches they got listed on here. That Matt Cardona Jay Lethal match is worth it alone. So yeah. 
awesome stuff. Uh, like I said, I didn't really have a whole lot of stuff for news this week. I don't remember seeing like anything like major. I noticed something like, on uh, uh, watching AEW this week. I didn't know because I'm assuming it's been like that for a while. Uh, when did the 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 best friends join? Uh, you know, oh yes, uh, that was earlier this week, I believe. No, it was either earlier this week or something we missed last week. So the best friends are now part of New Japan's Chaos. That's group. it. Uh, made official by Okada himself. So, which makes sense because uh, Rocky Romero is part of Chaos, and uh, him and Trent team together in Japan as yep. uh, Rapongi Vice. So, so pretty cool. So Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor are now part of Chaos. I don't know if that, I think it was just those ones that they mentioned. They didn't say anything about uh, Statlander or Wheeler Yuta. It should be, well, Wheeler Yuta has more or less been a part of the, the there anyway. Like, I haven't seen Trent in a while. I know he's hurt. Yeah, uh, Wheeler Yuta was taking Trent's spot on the team. Um, I don't think Wheeler Yuta signed to a contract, though. I might be wrong about that one. But. Yeah. Well, but, you know something I've thought about? that I would say is a, that AEW does well is when someone gets hurt, they find another way to get them on a tag team. Pretty much. Cause, um, what's his face? Um, the one from top flight. Yep. Is with, with Leo rush now. Yeah. Yep. Cause his partner got hurt. That match was garbage. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And Leo rush should have stayed retired. Yep. But, oh, well, why he out there looking like the freaking White Ranger? <laughs> it's pretty bad. Oh man, yeah, that was a little rough. All right, so yeah, I didn't. I was just cruising through news here. I didn't really see anything that's um, jumping out. But, uh, so let's go ahead and look at some of the figure reviews today. AEW, Jeremy Padauer, Jazzwares. Uh, Jeremy stated on his Twitter earlier this week that they're going to do some AEW figure reveals today. Everything that they revealed is stuff that we've already seen. That's pretty much new prototype. Okay. So they showed new prototype images of Unrivaled 7, uh, which of course is FTR, Lance Archer, Nyla Rose, and I think the Young Bucks. Those figures have already shipped from ringside and they're already starting to pop up in target stores. So like, why are we seeing new images of stuff that's that's available now that we can just go buy? And we've already seen images of Unrivaled 2. Uh, Gave us just some new prototype images of them. And then uh, new images of the, the Britt Baker lights out ringside collectibles exclusive. Um, so that was actually cool to see the packaging and stuff for that one. Packaging looks pretty badass, but, um, but as far as that goes, there was like nothing like groundbreakingly new or like earth shattering new that they, they showed us it's kind of disappointing in a letdown. It's kind of hoping to see like a render of like CM Punk's figure or something or new images of like Brody Lee, something like that. But nope. Nah, too much to ask. 
Yeah, too much. Oh. All right. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for the news. That's all I got for that. Um, you guys got anything else? Or? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, let's go bell to bell. bell to bell this week uh of course we got aw full gear coming up saturday so we'll get into that here in a little bit with our preview and picks for that uh wwe this week they announced the survivor series teams last weekend after we reported uh what kind of bullshit was that <laughs> they were garbage it was just like <laughs> hey here's everyone that's relevant let's just put them in the survivor series match pretty yeah. much i mean Oh, it worked. Yep. But then we have a match on Raw, Dominic versus Lashley, and whoever, if Lashley wins, he's in. If Dominic wins, he stays in. So, of course, Lashley wins, so Lashley's now on the Raw Survivor Series team. Which is better than having Dominic on. Yeah, yeah but my biggest thing with that is Adam Pierce said is that he wants Raw to win. So why does it matter if Raw wins if Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville run both brands? They want Raw to win. Like I don't know. Like why? Why should he care who wins if he's if both brands are being run by him? Because he still has a favorite. It's like you know the Hart family when they had to cheer on uh, Brett or Owen. You know, they had to cheer, <laughs> they on, they had to cheer on Brett. Because you know they like doing better, but you know, I just I don't think they need they should have put that in there. And so I think it's just it should have been like, well, our Survivor Series team is all former WWE champions or world champions. Dominic, I'm sorry, you're not. You're off the team. Lashley's in. We didn't really need a squash match between Lashley and Dominic. Yep. I don't know. Just I guess maybe they they heard everybody crying on fucking. Twitter about <laughs> not being qualifying matches, and they're like, "Well, we'll yeah. give them one match, and that's what we get." <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Liv Morgan, new number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship, so she'll get a future title shot at Becky Lynch. So, kind of excited for that one. Something different. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and then like the what the fuck news of the week uh, Byron Saxon and Corey Graves win the 24-7 title mm-hmm. uh, yeah that was pretty pretty bad but Reggie still manages to walk out with a 24-7 title uh, yeah awesome um, also on that too before they put uh, Lashley on the Survivor Series team Every single person on that team was just had been drafted over from SmackDown. Yep, makes sense. <laughs> oh, great. 
I don't really have anything like noteworthy from NXT. I did, I don't know. The um the segment with uh the chicken Legato del Fantasma and the one dude that they've been doing for the last couple of weeks, it just really knowing that she's been released, like there's really no point to get invested in that storyline. Yeah, I was confused why she was still on the show, and then I realized, oh, wait, they're pre-retaped. Yeah. So, yeah, it took me a minute, too. I was like, wait, I thought they released her. It's like, oh, that's right. They did, like, a month and a half worth of tapings in one shot. So, like, yeah, that's great. So, like, I don't mind seeing her on TV, like, but, like, the storyline, there's no reason to get invested in it if we already know that she's gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, NWA, uh, we, I forgot to, I don't think we did NWA last week, uh, but they did by any means necessary. So they broke it up over two weeks. Uh, the first week OGK debuted. So the original kingdom, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett debuted at the, uh, um, end of the match, uh, ended up having the tag match with two of the bigger guys that were wrestling, um, with the main event for the second week was uh, Jack Stane versus Crimson in a steel cage match. Jack Dane picks Jack Dane picks up the win over Crimson, and hopefully this is the uh, the end of those two feuding, and we move on to something else. Then uh, uh, Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis continued their uh, partnership in the tag team match on the show as well, which they came out victorious. Uh, let's get into I'm gonna get into Impact first, and then jump into AEW. Let's run through this real quick. Impact, two new number one contenders. Eddie Edwards uh, defeats W. Morrissey and Matt Cardona in a triple threat match for the main event. Uh, become the new number one contender for the Impact World Championship. We'll be taking on Moose at Turning Point. And then Bullet Club, consisting of Chris Bay and El Fantasmo, are uh, number one contenders to the Good Brothers. So we'll see those those two teams in action at turning point as well. I'm really hoping this leads to like this eventually has got to lead to the girls of destiny versus the good brothers at some point. Yeah. We can only hope. Yep. I mean, if it's not with impact, it's got to be with New Japan because I think both I think the good brothers and the Gorillas of Destiny were announced for the, the Tag League that's starting up in a couple weeks here. Not mistaken. So, let me... so I think we might actually get it in New Japan before we get it in. Well, we probably won't see it in Impact at all. It's probably going to be New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling World Tag. 2021. Oh, there you go. And so just teams were just announced a few days ago. So pretty solid lineup too for who they've got listed here. So we've got uh Tanahashi and Yano, Makabe and Hanama, Tenzin and Kojima, Nagata and Tiger Mask. Yuji Nagata and Tiger Mask, uh, Goto and Yoshi, Naito and Sonata, 
Taishi and Zack Sabre Jr., Suzuki and Taka Mishinoku. So Minoru Suzuki and Taka Mishinoku are in this tournament. Nice. Uh, let's see. Okan and Henrade. Uh, Tama and Tonga. Uh, Evil and Yujiro and Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens. There's actually one, two, three Bullet Club tag teams in this tournament. Uh, makes sense. So, pretty awesome. So, yeah, so I thought the Good Brothers are in here, but they are not. So. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Especially with the announcement of freaking like Yuji Nagata and Masato, or not Masato, <laughs> Takamishinoku. That's pretty awesome. So. That should be fun. All right. So, yes, let's round that out here. All right, let's jump back to AEW. Um, Dynamite this week, Don Callis returned, um, helping Kenny Omega attack Hangman Page with their uh, contract signing. We got a really, really great match. Uh, Who's it? Who the fuck wrestled? The whole Dynamite was actually pretty good, so. There's like a really standout match on it. Was it Bobby Fish and someone or Daniel Bryan? On what? AEW? Yeah. Uh, Brian Daniels can wrestle. Who the fuck I actually watched AEW. Uh, he wrestled. Um, it was a really um, good He match. wrestled Ricky Romero. Yes. Rocky and Romero. That match was amazing. Rocky yes. Romero, oh, why the hell I couldn't remember that? That match was phenomenal. That no, match was, yeah, that was the best match. You got Don Callis coming back, which is funny because right before that contract signing, I was like, man, I haven't seen Don Callis in a while. <laughs> I've been gone the last six months. I've been hiding in my basement. <laughs> it's like, really, Callis? you be hiding in your basement? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was great. The, uh, the six-woman tag match wasn't bad. Yeah. It was actually I, pretty decent. I fast um, to do that. Of course, anytime I get to see Rebel wrestle is I'm all for that. Um, plus, we have Thunder Rosa, Ty Conti, Ana Jay, and um, Jamie Hayter. Good Lord. Talk about booty so big. Damn. But yeah, but that was a pretty good match, too. So Dynamite overall wasn't bad, um, especially being the last Dynamite going to, before full gear. Um, I don't know what happened on Rampage this week. I did not watch that yet. I'm watching it now. So far, the only match I watched was Jade Cargill versus Santana Gate. And that was, um, was that one of the TBS title matches? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I the match wasn't that like, great. You ever played Redneck Rampage? Redneck Rampage is like a PC game back in like the early 2000s. I feel like I've heard of it. Heard of it. Was that the one oh, where you put hell. the cat on the gun as a silencer? Oh, that, that may be something else. I don't remember. It could have happened on one of them, but I don't <laughs> remember. Or I didn't make it that far. I forgot that gun. I don't know, we just a bit, so. 
Good to make Rampage. <laughs> now, is this every time so, we talk about Rampage, that pops in my head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, let's see. It's Friday night. You know what that means. I know Matt we're getting... Says Orange Cassidy in a Lumberjack match. Yep. And then I think we're getting... Uh, oh, here we Bobby go. We had, uh, Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy versus Bobby Fish actually kicked off the show. Yep. That should have been a really good match. Might have to go back and watch that. Yeah. Bobby Fish came out there on Wednesday and beat up... Uh, I mean, that was kind of all Dynamite. If you want to know what Dynamite was, it was a bunch of people just like... After the match, jumping someone else and beating the shit out of them. It was literally all of dynamite. Yeah, for a few things. <laughs> <laughs> it was like half the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, the Anna J got fucking beat up after the match. Pot got beat up after the match. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle Boy got beat up after his match. I mean, Adam Page got beat up, but they weren't in a match, but still. Yeah, and I mean, we knew that was going to happen regardless. Right. It's like the only one that didn't get beat up was Rocky Romero and uh, freaking Brian Danielson. <laughs> oh, all right, so let's get into it. Full gear is this Saturday. Uh, so if you're listening, of course, this will drop Saturday. So tonight full gear we're going to give you our preview and picks for this card uh we're going to start it off at the top and go right down the card here uh we got the aw world title match between kenny omega and hangman page this match has been a long time coming um i think this is going to be finally the night where hangman dethrones kenny omega as aw world champion I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. This is not the uh, the time that Hangman rides off into the sunset. It's not the time uh, for them to ride off in the sunset. Um, but I uh, I think they'll have a rematch after this. Um, but um, yeah, I think for the first time in this match, everybody thinks. Uh, Adam Page is going to win, so I think the best thing to do is to not do it. Uh, and I think they have sense enough now to do it. <laughs> I, I think uh, a lot of shit's going to happen. Maybe someone will be cowboy. <laughs> uh, I've yeah, I really think that Hangman's walking out with this. And I'm sure Dark Order's going to get involved. I'm sure the Elite's going to try to get involved. Well, I don't really hear what he just said. Right, I'll, I'll get back to it. I'm going to go back. I wasn't listening. All right. But I think this, the storyline between these two has been built up pretty well. Um, especially, like, long-term. Like, it's been, like, a long-term story arc. I uh, think about it since full gear last year when they're in the uh, finals of the eliminator tournament match and Omega, you know, eventually won and then goes on to win the AEW world championship, which he's had for almost a year now. 
No, I think it's um, I think we're getting there. That's pretty awesome. All right, uh, AW's women's world title match: Britt Baker defends against Ty Conti. Ty Conti. Ty Conti. Whatever one. Uh, I really think Baker's retaining on this one. I don't see, uh, fortunately, I don't see Ty winning the, the title here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know, I'd rather see her than Britt Baker. Um, but she's hotter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, my stance, I'm a Britt Baker. Okay. Yeah. I had that. I had to go back and watch it. Okay. Basically, don't lay a finger on Adam Page. You're going to whoop your ass. That's all you didn't know. All right. Awesome. All right. So, Carl, were you taking Baker or were you taking Conti for this one? I'm taking, I'm taking Britt Baker. I mean, okay. if you're asking me who's a better wrestler, that's a different question, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, definitely didn't ask that. So because we all know the answer to that one. So <laughs> uh Garrett, who you got? Uh Britt Baker. All right. All right. Uh AEW World Tag Team Championship match, Lucha Bros versus FTR. So I kind of feel like we just saw these guys in the tag team title match, which we did. And FTR took the triple A titles away from them. I don't uh, think. Yeah, yeah I think Lucha, Bro, Lucha Bros retain. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think um, FTR is going to take the AEW tag titles away from them right now. Yeah. I do not either. Yeah. Very surprised. Wait. Have we picked anything different? I'm not. I guess I'm the only one that went with uh, Omega. Uh, Omega. Yeah, you went Omega. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's where it might get might get a little different here. Uh, AW World Title or Title Eliminator Tournament Finals: Brian Danielson versus Miro. Um. I'm gonna go Miro. Right. I was actually thinking the same thing. If Hangman's winning the title, then it only makes sense for Miro to win the Eliminator. Mm. Garrett, what are you thinking? I think I'm still going to pick Brian Daniels. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, all right. So Minneapolis street fight inner circle versus men of the year, Dan Lambert, junior dos Santos and Andre Arlovaski. Are they in Minneapolis? Yeah, they're in the target center. And they're having a Minneapolis street fight. Yeah, I really hope that Dan Lambert gets knocked the fuck out. 
That's all I hope. All I wish. <laughs> I actually, I kind of enjoyed Dan Lambert um, in AEW. He's way better than what he was doing in Impact. I guess. Oh, this is pretty entertaining. <laughs> and what else is entertaining? I'm watching Arya Davari wrestle. It's great. What's nice? He's on Rampage. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So who we got for this one? I'm going with Men of the Year and American Top Team. Uh, I'm going. Uh. Uh. Man, I can't think of fucking name. Uh. The Inner Circle. The Inner Circle. Yeah, that's it. Fuck, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I just know who's in it. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Like, did you say, Carl? I said the outer circle. <laughs> the outer <laughs> circle. <laughs> End of the year. It's kind of funny. Like a lot of these, like big, like five man or ten man tag matches. Pretty much all of them have been like inner circle involved yep. in some way or another. Always. And like they've only, what's only been like. One or two that they've lost. Yeah, it's like you're in the NWO of AEW. And they'll eat All right, this match should be pretty good. MJF versus Darby Allen. I'm going with goddamn Darby Allen. God damn. Darby Allen. Uh, I'm taking MJF. Garrett, who you got? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm listening to Ricky Stark's talk. I didn't hear what you said. MJF uh, or Darby Allen? Uh, Ricky Stark is so fucking captivating. Dude. I can't MJF. believe it. <laughs> yeah, he is very captivating. Uh, MJF. All right. Um, and after that promo from Rampage last week, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Um, uh, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. Okay. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston. But the storyline is is he's going to injure Punk so Punk can take a couple months off and come back to revenge uh, his uh, whatever element. I don't know if he's going to like hurt her ankle or knee or something, but Kingston's going to injure Punk. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a bold prediction. You know, I, I like the bold predictions, man. I know. That's a bold prediction there, Cotton. Well, <laughs> bold I'm predictions like and, and outlandish I'm like ones. I'm like, the fucking, I'm like the fucking Skip Bayless of fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling matches. Oh, man. Awesome. 
Uh, I'm going with Punk. I always go with Punk. No. Garrett, who you got? I got CM Punk. Uh, we got a Falls Count Anywhere six-man tag. Jurassic Express and Christian Cage taking on the Super Elite. Or no, sorry, the Super Click. My bad. The Super Click. Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. So if it's Jurassic Express versus Christian and Christian Cage, um, no. doesn't that mean it's a handicap match? Oh, it's Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus the Super Click. Right, but doesn't that mean it's a handicap match? The Jurassic know. Express is consisted of three people. <sighs> oh, sorry, two and a half. It's Marcus, just, I know, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> uh, give me the Super Click. If he was, he don't count as a, pers- a full person. <laughs> I <laughs> know that's why I said two and a half. Hornswoggle was going to come out and join the super click and take out Marco Stunt. Awesome, Carl. Who you got for this one? Um, I don't know. I guess if I was like a president of a company, I would do some. Shit and put myself to win. What do you think? <laughs> what the fuck are you, Eric Bischoff? <laughs> Vince McMahon? <laughs> I'm going to win the ECW title. <laughs> it's, I, the super click is, is going to win this one. That's going to piss them off. You're going to give Adam Cole the pinfall. <gasps> Christian Cage to protect their turf. Okay, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but all of the best friends are just dressed like lumberjacks. That's great. <laughs> like Paul Bunyan lumberjack. They have like, like, they have like, <laughs> they have like flannel shirts on, but they're like tank tops, and they're buttoned up. And then they have uh, suspenders on. It's hilarious. And then they oh, have uh, awesome. beanies on. <laughs> you want to know, oh, yes, Chris Statlander is dressed like that, too. Awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Uh. <sighs> Next match, uh, tag team matchup. Pac and Cody taking on the team of Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. This X Pac or this Pac? Uh, Neville Pac. <laughs> <laughs> the bastard. <laughs> the bastard. No, I, knew, I knew who it was. If it was X Pac, I would pick X Pac to win. No, I'm kidding. X Pac. Um. I don't know. This is a tough one. This this match is like very like thrown together. Like I know like Pac and El Idolo have had their story arc, and like Codes and Black have had their thing going. Like, is it really is it necessary un- to put them in a tag team match? 
Has Andrade won a match since he's been in AEW? I think so. I don't remember against you, but I know he's won. I think he's won a couple. Like he's yeah. not one of those. Um, All right, so so like so Carl, Carl, let me help you pick this, okay? How many matches have Cody Rhodes actually won in AEW? Quite a bit. <laughs> but he, but does he not lose more than he wins? Uh depends on what he's doing. Uh, so in this team. situation, he doesn't need to win. So yeah, but you got Pac on the team too. So it's not he doesn't need to win either. He does. He ain't had yeah. a win in a while. What the hell are you doing? Huh? I don't know. One of you. Oh, uh, sorry. I was playing with my uh, Batman grappling gun. <laughs> Damn it, Chris. <laughs> I was going to bring Batman in this shit. Because I want to be Batman. Uh, maybe that'd be one of our questions like best Batman movie or something um, where does he get those cool toys <laughs> uh, what match are we on now oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, give me Cody Rhodes and the bastard Fox. the bastard X-Pac <laughs> I wish it was X-Pac X-Pac <laughs> See, that's what that, that's what your play should have been, Carl. You should have been like, Pac got injured before the match, so X Pac replaces them when they win the match. <laughs> that's what you should have done. Yeah, we live off these bold predictions, Carl. Yeah, I know. Uh, can't be that bold with that one. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm taking Black and Andrade, so. Stop playing with that. <laughs> uh, Garrett, who you got? I already said Black, Black and Andrade. All right, so that's uh, that's it for the main card. The buy-in, we've got a women's tag team match. Nyla Rose even more thrown together. <laughs> and yeah, Nyla Rose, the bootylicious Jamie Hader. Taking on Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida. Um, I'm taking Thunder Rosa and Shida on this one. Just yep. I mean, they're the two better wrestlers by far. Um, but does A W do some shit? Uh, no, do some stupid shit. I think actually all four of these tag, all four of these. Are uh, the uh, TBS title matches? They're all four that are left in the TBS title matches. Because Thunder Rosa is supposed to be taking on Jamie Hader, and then Nyla Rose is against Sheeta. Oh, so I think that's where this match came up. They do an elimination match, and then uh, final two bursts off that they should do. Uh, In that case. I would have to go with uh, Thunderlip. Thunderlarissa. And I'm not going to pronounce her name Sheeta. 
awesome. So that's uh that's full gear. Uh, if they're on tap with the last couple AEW pay-per-views, this one should be pretty good. Uh, the card yeah. actually is pretty, pretty solid. And there's a couple matches I really don't care about on here, like the, the Minneapolis street fight. Like that's not something like, eh. um, yeah. Fox Cody versus black and Andrade is kind of, yeah. Um, but everything else on here definitely looks pretty solid. Um, I'm psyched to see CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston, especially after that promo from last week. Um, Omega and Hangman. Uh, Danielson versus Miro should be pretty good. The uh, Super Click versus Cage and Jurassic Express. Even MJF versus Darby Allen should be is going to end up being a pretty solid match. But none of them, none of them beat women title. No, definitely. Definitely not. Britt Baker versus Ty Conti. Nope. Match of the That's night. Continue match there. of the year. Match of the decade. Match of the millennium. <laughs> what? What's going to be what everybody says when Britt Baker fucking wins? And they're like, oh, she's a bad. She's a the fucking tequila fan. Put him off on All right. So speaking of the best, I got another question for you guys before we jump out of the uh, bell to bell and go into the vintage throwdown. Simply the best. Who in your better opinion, than all the rest? Damn great. Who in your opinion is the greatest in ring performer of all time? So this is my question for you. <laughs> so when you say in ring, are you talking about like technical? Or you talking about like just being in the ring and not just a talker, or what are you saying? In the like ring someone who's had the whole package, like like can, everything like all go together. Go on the mic, can go in the ring, like charismatic, like attention grabbing. We're talking talking greatest ever, right? Yes, your opinion, like the greatest ever. There's only one answer to this question. It should be everybody's. Fucking answer. <laughs> oh God. Jerry the King Waller. <laughs> yeah, Jerry <it> now. Fuller, <laughs> 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 back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James Ellsworth. <laughs> Gilbert. Uh, Tony Falk. Tony Falk. Tire irons and waffles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I miss how Tony Falk, dude. He was like the best jobber. Like, he's like, you say, like, who's your favorite jobber? He's probably my favorite jobber. Uh, I'd have to go with Barry Horowitz on that one. That little, you know, pat on the back. Um, so yeah, I think it has to be the your limousine riding, uh, jet airplane flying, kiss filling, Will and Dylan, son of a gun, uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair is a great flight attendant exposing. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the greatest ever uh, 
ever do it, man. He had the whole package. He was a pretty good technical wrestler. Uh, but, you know, he, he could do one of those, you know, theater matches, you know, if he had to. Uh, when it came down to technical, him and uh, Ricky Dragon Steamboat had some, some pretty good matches. Uh, and then best talker by far. I don't think anyone else besides maybe Macho Man uh, or um, uh, the American Dream Dusty Rose was as good on the mic. Uh, or maybe CM Punk as, uh, as Rick Flair. All right. I I would have to I I'd say if we were doing a Mount Rushmore, Ric Flair is definitely one of those faces on that on that mountain. Um I never really me personally, like I was never a Ric Flair guy. So like Did you hate did you hate Ric Flair at one point though? I, I was just never interested in Ric Flair. Oh, Oh my god! Like that's, well, you're from New York. You're from New York, though. So like, he's not as yeah. He's not big up there. Like I didn't, I didn't know who Ric Flair was until I started watching WCW. Oh, uh, like, like, so I didn't really get to see until I had the network and going back and watching some of his older stuff. So I didn't really get to see that stuff. I saw like '96 Ric Flair, um, late WCW through like his. Um, retirement up until like now and all that. So, so you, like, didn't, you didn't remember him from WWF? Yeah, I did actually. That's okay. I totally forgot about that. The uh, ninety-two. Okay. Um, but even then, like it wasn't like the only like thing that I remember aside from him winning the Royal Rumble was his um, feud with Savage, and that was it. Like I don't remember anything. Out, anything else Ric Flair did in the WWF in the short time that he was there. Yeah. I mean, that's all he did in the short time that he was there. Was... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I know he had a few other things, but it's mainly the Royal Rumble thing yeah. and then the feud with Flair. Or the feud with Savage. But, um... Yeah. I was like, the person that stuck out to me the most when I saw this question, um, I mean, it's going to be obvious for me but it's the macho man like as far as like grabbing your pre- grabbing your attention when he's on the screen having that presence about him uh overall charisma in the ring um his promos technical ability like he was a good mix of, like the technical like the you know having some of the high flying stuff um even though it was like wasn't anything like super high flying aside from like you know the double axe handle and the elbow, but he's like one of the few guys that you'd see do stuff off the top rope that like you normally wouldn't see from people in that time frame. And like even like straight up through like his run in WCW, like he still never really lost a beat up until you know he retired and stuff. So like Savage to me like is one of those guys that's like definitely Mount Rushmore material and like as far as in ring performer is like for me the greatest of all time. Yeah. Step one of the tag team with Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> I would need to talk about too, like someone who had great matches with Ricky Steamboat. Like I mean maybe maybe Ricky Steamboat's the common denominator between everybody. 
yeah. I mean, he he was pretty good. Awesome. Garrett, what you got? Greatest in-ring performer of all time. I mean, it's... <laughs> I was going to say, there's only one answer. It's John Cena. I mean, come on now. I mean, duh. <laughs> what other answer is there? I mean, come on. The only answer. You guys are all wrong. It's John motherfucking Cena. Uh, we'd have to be able to see him to... You know, say so he's the greatest of all time. Uh, once, you, once you hit like, once you hit like a certain age bracket, like once you turn like sixteen, seventeen, you can't see John Cena anymore, <laughs> unless you're female. Probably the best rapper. <laughs> I don't know. I think Savage has got him beat in that department too. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think if I had a choice between like. Like those are the only two rap albums I could buy, and I had to buy one in order to save my life. I would buy the Macho Man one over the John Cena one. <laughs> the, the Macho Man wasn't that good. The Cena one was better than Macho Man. Come on, be a man, Hogan. Yeah, be a man. <laughs> uh, I don't care. <laughs> oh man, so Garrett, who's your real pick? Because I know it's not John Cena. <laughs> Uh, it's actually, uh, I know. You're right. It's not. It's actually Roman Reigns. Okay. I, I don't want you guys to know. Uh, well, obviously, uh, we know that there's a age gap between us. So, as much as I would love to say the two people you guys picked, I did not grow up watching the two of them wrestle. So, uh, I can't necessarily pick those people. So... Obviously, I have a different generation that I would pick from, and from that generation, I would pick The Rock. Okay, that's why I like doing stuff like this because with the the gap between us, like you grew up watching a completely different era of wrestling. Yep. So it's and like Carl and I are around like the same age, the same age bracket. So we caught like a lot of the stuff from like late 80s, early 90s up until like now. So, so we've got to see like some cool stuff. I mean, not to say that you haven't seen some cool stuff because there's been some cool stuff. It's just you know, one company instead of two. Yeah. What you're getting now with um, AEW, you're getting to experience like the stuff that we got to experience in the 90s. But it probably won't be like that, like high pinnacle, like it was like Monday Night Wars, all that fun stuff. But yeah, it I can see get, the rock. So I get there. AEW's been pretty good. Yeah, like I haven't been disappointed watching AEW in a while. Like they they've um, stayed on top of things. They've kept their momentum going. Their shows have been entertaining. Like they've done some stupid stuff here and there. I mean, WWE does stupid stuff just about every week. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's professional wrestling, but it's still, you're still trying to entertain people. So doing Mm -hmm. things like having the elite come out dressed up as the Toon Squad or as Ghostbusters and doing stuff like that. Like, yeah, you still need to entertain people. There's still kids that are watching that are going, oh my God, this is so cool. They're dressed up like LeBron. 
in like their tune squad jerseys and you know things like that and, and i mean it's fine but i mean i'm not expecting wrestling to be like it was you know in the late 80s early 90s so but even then they did stupid shit i mean we had a wrestling garbage man for christ's sake hockey <laughs> <laughs> player like what the fuck uh, a turkey thing that came out of an egg. <laughs> yep. Oh, that broken brawler. <laughs> Who had a possum? <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, so that that's right there. So you've got three completely different opinions on the greatest wrestler of all time: with Carl, with Ric Flair, uh, me with the Macho Man, and Garrett with the Rock. So it's definitely it's all subjective uh, to like who you gravitated towards the most. And like a lot of it, too, was like who like what like wrestling you were exposed to growing up, what got you hooked. Um, Obviously. Myself, not really seeing a lot of the territorial stuff, like my first thing was the first wrestling that I saw was WWF. Like that was like I didn't know there was another promotion until like. 92 or 93 when I was at my grandma's house and saw WCW on Saturday night. So, like, I thought there was just WWF. That was it. That's all I knew. So, and I, that's what a lot of us knew growing up was just WWF. So, I knew. Uh, <laughs> but you had being down here. Yeah. Uh, being from the South, you got to see more of like AWA, NWA, stuff like that, that we didn't really, that didn't really get in New York. Awesome. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's bounce over to the vintage throwdown uh, brought to you by our sponsor, Stack of Cards. Get that little blurb here for you right now. The Wrestle Getting Podcast is brought to you each and every week by StackOfCards.com. Yes, that's StackOfCards with a Z.com. The best place for your trading card fix. Whether it's new packs or vintage packs, sports cards or entertainment cards, StackOfCards.com has everything you need to feed that trading card addiction. Plus, if you use the code VINTAGE at checkout, you'll save an additional 10% off your order. So pick up your cards today at stackacards.com. That's stackacards with a Z.com. All right, Vintage Throwdown this week. We are going back to Survivor Series 1989, and we are taking a look at one of the traditional Survivor Series tag matches. And this is Roddy's Rowdies versus the Rude Brood. <laughs> I missed the team name, you know? I, like, I do too. That's, that was like one of the best parts. That are raw and SmackDown, it should be like fucking Bobby's. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, the tag teams are like all like the tag team teams are always the best part of watching these because they're always like either like really cool or really stupid. Um, <laughs> like these ones, for example, Roddy's Rowdies and the Rude Brood, like really. Like, who the hell came up with these? (laughs) I know they usually name them after the team captain or something like that. But uh, uh, these teams consisted of the Rude Brood was Rick Rude, obviously. 
uh, Mr. Perfect and the fabulous Rougeau's, uh, Jacques and Raymond Rougeau, and Roddy's Rowdies, as uh, Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, and the Bushwhackers. Man, you want to know what annoyed me the most about this match? The Bushwhacker? No. <laughs> well, yes, but no. Fucking Jesse Ventura's hand Snuka bothered the living shit out of me the whole match. He was really? like Snooka. He was like Snooka. I don't know what he was saying. He did not say Snooka. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was saying. Shows how much I paid attention. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I guess I really didn't notice. <laughs> Probably didn't. I mean, I grew up with Jesse Ventura on commentary. Like, so, I mean. I'm sure he said it all the time. Yeah, so not really anything that I noticed. So, uh, let's see. I'm not winning this one. It was um, the Rude Brewers Mr. picked Perfect. up the win. Mr. Perfect was the sole survivor. He perfect plexed um, Jimmy Snooker. Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, I think he almost eliminated everybody, didn't he? I think so. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Rujos took uh, like a. They, Lost them first, and then you know, pretty much everybody perfect took out everybody except for uh, uh, Nuka who got uh, disqualified with uh, Roddy Piper, right? Yep, yeah, Yeah. because him, because Piper and um, um, Rick Rude like started fighting in the crowd, and they got uh. Yeah, got double eliminated. Yeah, yep. for sure. and it, this had two of my like I um well I didn't like them when I was little. I take that lot back, but I appreciated them when I got older. But they did when I was little because I kind of hated them when I was little. Uh, Rick Rude <laughs> and Mister Perfect, like uh, they're two pretty good wrestlers, and you get to see them showcased on this match. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, especially perfect in this match. Like, um, oh man, like Mr. Perfect was just a phenomenal wrestler to begin with. Same thing with Rick Rude. Like you said, like being kids and watching this, like you definitely booed the shit out of them because you're supposed to, because they're the bad guys. But going back and rewatching their stuff now as you get older, it's like, oh my god, these guys were amazing in the ring. Yep. Especially in those two being showcased more so in this matchup than anybody else on that team. And I think that was the purpose of this too, was to showcase more of Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect. Because there definitely wasn't a need to showcase the Rougeos. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, Gare, overall, what'd you think being, being the younger of the three of us? It was good. I just don't like the Bushwhackers, and <laughs> the Rougeos didn't need to be in that match, but, you know, whatever. They had to fill four spots. Yeah, and one of them goes on to become a Mountie. Yep. And then one becomes PCO. <laughs> yep. When did uh, Bushwhacker do something, too, as a single guy? Uh... 
Uh, not that I remember. I just remember, I don't ever remember seeing them like singles. It's always been a tag team. Like the Sheep Herders or whatever. I want to say Bushwhacker Luke like, went solo for a little while. Maybe. Maybe he's like the Kiwi Warrior or something like that. I don't know. Oh, I guess because they're supposed to be the Bushwhackers are supposed to be from Australia, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, are there Kiwis in Australia? I think they're supposed to be from Australia. Like I don't, I don't think they're actually from Australia, but I think they booked them. It's either from Australia or New Zealand. I can't remember where it was. Yeah. So I know it was. I know it was out of the U.S. Um, I've been to start out for next week. What were we? What was it that you had, Garrett? That you found? Um. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Hold on. Let me look. Uh, do do do. Gotta do some scrolling. Keep scrolling, 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 scrolling. Uh, it's scrolling, uh, the Truth and Commission versus DOA, nineteen ninety-seven. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a fun one. <laughs> the truth commission fucking sucks. Truth commission managed by uh, Don Callis, formerly known as the Jackal. <laughs> they were in uh, they were in uh, USWA before they like debuted in WWF, and I used to fucking hate that. It's my thing. Like, did WWE, WWF just take like everything from USWA? No, at this point, um, at this point, it was basically like a development for WWF. They were in partnership with the USWA. So, like, it's kind of like where they developed talent. Like, The Rock wrestled there before. Um, but then you also had people kind of passing through, uh, too. But, Ah, gotcha. Uh, okay. The Rock's one of them. Because, um, like, the uh, nation came from USWA, too, right? Yeah, it debuted in USWA uh, with JCI and Wolfie D being the leaders uh, of that. Um, they sent, like, uh, down, like, Papa Shango came down to USWA and did, like, a little stint. Uh uh, Brett Hart uh, and Owen Hart kind of came in, uh, but they mostly did their stuff in Memphis. They never really came to Nashville um, mm-hmm. for some reason. I guess I didn't look in Nashville. Uh, Vince McMahon made an appearance. Undertaker, uh, you know, they'd send people down uh, every once in a while. And then, like I said, like uh, the Rock kind of developed there. Um, he was kind of signed with WWE at the time. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Stone Cold came through as Steve Austin. Um, you know, there's quite a few people that came through. Sabu came nice. through. 
awesome, awesome. All right. All right, so that's going to do it for another edition of our show. We're going to end it like we usually do. Uh, plugs and shout-outs to our friends, Four Horsemen of Wrestling Podcast. The Fig Cave, you can follow them. Good friend Phil uh, at Cave Fig on Twitter, The Fig Cave on Instagram. Uh, make sure you subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast at so you stay up to date on any new episodes that are coming out. Um, we're good friends, Tommy and DJ of the Run-In Podcast. Uh, you can find them at Run-In Podcast on Twitter and the Run-In Pod on Instagram. Uh, also have a YouTube as well. Um, just search Run-In Podcast on YouTube and it should pop right up. Um, same thing, subscribe to them as well uh, wherever you listen to your podcast at. And the call-up. Um, with a good friend Kenny, which is the call up D A call up on both Instagram and Twitter. So make sure, like I said, you're subscribing to these guys. Make sure you leave them some reviews on iTunes and Twitter, uh, or iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, if they're they have Pod Chaser pages, I think everyone defaults to a Pod Chaser page. I think they automatically set it up um, anytime a new podcast pops up. So leave them some reviews, give them some feedback. Great shows. Uh, just helps them get some more exposure. Um, another great podcast. Let's do Champions Material Podcast. Uh, another good friend of the show. Um, good friend, Sean. Go ahead and check him out. Uh, they cover everything from boxing to uh, pop culture stuff, MCU. we got a few great episodes out there of comics, uh, hip-hop, things like that. Uh, just launched season three. They got a couple ep- episodes up um, regarding to the NBA. Um, and all the, the happenings going on there. So that's, uh, you can follow them on Instagram at champions material and then champions mater supposed to be material, but you know, you know, Twitter is so it's champions M A T E R one number one on Twitter. So give them a follow and make sure you're subscribing to them as well. And while you're at it, make sure you head over to Apple podcasts and pod chaser for us and leave us some reviews to help us expose ourselves a little more to the wrestling community. We love exposing ourselves. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Nice Azugas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. All right, Garrett, theme of the week. What you got for us this week? Um, so before we get to theme of the week, I thought about something I forgot to bring up in the news that I don't know if you saw or not. I thought about like halfway, like towards the end. Um, so the end of the I news know, or the end of the podcast? No, no, no. Uh, to bring up in the news, but I thought about it at the end of the podcast. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you read about it or not, but uh, I know I'm more in the up, up, down, down than you are. Um, but they basically have stopped producing videos until. They give uh, Xavier Woods a better contract. So, yeah. Oh, I did. I did seeing. Uh, yeah, it was like basically they they didn't like the way that they're treating him and what their kind of plans were for the channel and stuff. So they just like stopped doing it until they treated him better. Basically, yeah. That's them. um, that's the same thing that happened with Ryder when he was doing the uh, the True Long Island story. Yep. Because once they got popular and he was getting himself over, you know, we were chanting, we want Ryder at shows and all this other stuff. Um, Like, then they took control over his show and put it on the WWE's YouTube. And then 
started trying to put their hands in it in production and stuff like that. So I believe literally his, one of his last episode or one of his last episodes he did was like 10 minutes. Cause it had to be like a 10 minute or 12 minute video. It was literally like 10 to 12 minutes, just um, like him, not even there, just a camera on a blank, blank screen. There's a backdrop. <laughs> there was nothing else. So, and they, they published it. So they, they put that, they put it up. Nice. Oh. oh yeah, that sucks. So like yeah. once once they get they get their hands on it or they see that it's becoming popular and they wanna take um advantage of it, that's that's where it starts going downhill. Yep. Awesome. All right. Garrett theme of the week, what we got? Um, so I don't know if we've done it or not, but um uh... Have we done uh, Jungle Boys theme song? I think so. Why? Well, I don't remember if we have or not. So it's either that. I think if we, we have, have done not. it. Not. Sure. I think we picked it. We haven't. You talking about the new one? Yeah. His new theme, the oh whoa whoa whoa. Yeah. That one? No, we haven't done that one. We ain't done that one. No, we haven't done that one. We got a list of songs. No. <laughs> no. You have to go through the notes. <laughs> That's why we need an intern. Yeah, go ahead, go through our notes and find out all the since we've been doing theme of the week. Find out which ones we've done and which ones we haven't done. Or go back and listen to all the shows. <laughs> oh my god, these guys. Uh... Awesome. All right. So, Jungle Boy. All right. We'll keep that in there. So, I go. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Start waving their hands around. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, This is episode 118 of the WrestleGuided Podcast. Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, share, like, follow, retweet, regram, re TikTok. I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, we don't even do anything on TikTok. We have a TikTok, but we don't do anything. Go ahead and like do at us. I think it's quite cool. Do at us, stitch us if you see us on TikTok. Um, maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should start doing videos. Uh, maybe we should. We can do stupid shit like I'm an island boy, just trying to make it. Or I'm a wrestling boy in my tightie whiteies. Lord, <laughs> do the elbow drop and show you my tightie <laughs> off the top of the sofa. <laughs> Oh, all right. That's all we got. We'll chat with you guys next week. On behalf of myself, Chris E. Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, thank you guys for listening. And we'll chat with y'all next week. Later, Marks. Don't don't follow your dreams. Wake up.
Yeah, especially if those dreams start turning bad and there's a guy with razor blade fingers chasing you through a dark hallway that leads to a boiler room. You definitely want to try to wake up. Don't follow that dream, kids. <laughs> Unless you're a warrior. The ultimate warrior. Dream warrior. 